What's up, everybody? We are pumped to be back with our One Word Podcast listeners. My name is Nick. And I'm Josh. Hey, this is a podcast by One Word Brand. And at One Word Brand, we are all about choosing it, repping it, and living it. That's our mission. So we do this by digging into each word and finding out ways that we can better embody them. Uh, And in our episode today, we are talking about thankfulness as a worldview. We will discuss what a worldview is and why having thankfulness as a centerpiece of that is so important. Let's go. Come on. Let's buckle up and dive in. All right, everybody. Our verse for the thankful series is Ephesians 5, 19 to 20. And this is from the NIV. I'm going to read this for you. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, that verse gets me fired up. Sing and make music to the Lord from the heart. That's awesome, man. So that's our verse for Thankful, and that's kind of the centerpiece of what we're all about and what we're going to be diving into in the content. So, Nick, remind them again what this episode is about. Yes, so this episode is the first of our Thankful series, and we are going to talk about what it means to have thankfulness as a worldview. Um, so, Josh, before we start, off the cuff already, but give our listeners a little a little insight into why thankfulness was the word that you chose. Mm, dude, thankfulness was the word we chose because I think thankfulness is so different from what we experience on a daily basis. Mm. And I know for myself, I'm so inclined to complain mm. and look at things negatively, but it can make a world of a difference when we are thankful. So appreciating the little things, appreciating the people in our lives and every single blessing from the Lord can be so integral to a better life. True. I love it. I love it. A little insight into the mind behind it all. I love it. All right, so we're going to start out with uh, what a worldview is to sort of frame up what it means to have thankfulness as a worldview. So so we have uh, a couple thoughts to help us, and this first one um, is something said by a guy named James Anderson. He says this, Worldviews shape and inform our experiences of the world around us. Like spectacles with colored lenses, they affect what we see and how we see it. So a worldview is just that. Um, You can think of it as something that's very complex or something that's very simple. But simply put, a worldview is is a lens um, that's philosophical, that that helps you see the world around you. And it's through that lens that you interpret your experiences, um, the things that have happened in your life, the, the dreams and goals and hopes that you have. Um, so, so that is one way, that's a helpful way to think about what a worldview is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a worldview in a much simpler sense is the lens by which we see the world. Mm-hmm. So like you said, we connect all of our experiences, everything about us back to our worldview. So the first question that we have for you today is this, is what is your worldview? Mm. And more specifically, I'm going to take a little jab at the heart here. Is your world centered around you? Oh, Ooh. I hate to hear that, man. That's a good, that's a great question though. So yeah, when we think about worldview, how we see the world, you see the world as something that's revolving around you. You interpret your experiences as, hey, is this helping me out? Is this getting me to where I want to be? 
Mm. Uh, is this going to be good for my bank account? What is it going to look like for me to post this? Mm. Whatever it may be. What is the lens that you see the world through and is it revolving around you? Yeah. Dang, Josh, that's a great question. The reason we ask that is because I think that's the norm. Mm. Uh, it's hard to not yeah. be the center of our own worlds, right? So uh, we think that we have so much more control than we actually do. So that is a piercing question. And it's not just a question that we're asking to our listeners. It's a question that we're asking ourselves. And it's a question that I ask myself all the time. Does the world revolve around me? No, it doesn't, right? But a lot of times I like to think that it does, and I think everything is about me. So how can we get away from that? And we believe that thankfulness is one of the ways to do that. That's a huge part of it. We're going to talk during this episode a lot about um, the norm and how thankfulness normally does not fit into the norm of today, but, but how we all have the opportunity to change that. Um, so why it's so important to think about a worldview uh, and, and rather revol- whether it revolves around you or around thankfulness or around someone or something else is, is because worldviews play such a central and defining role in our lives and they shape what we believe and what we're willing to believe. They shape how we interpret our experiences, how we behave in response to those, experience, those experiences and how we relate to others. And our thoughts and our actions are conditioned by our worldviews. So this is something that we think is pretty important. Um, The worldview is, I think, simply put, like we've said, the way in which you view the world. Yeah. Everything flows out of it, right? Yeah. You mentioned a lot of things there. The way that we relate to others, Mm -hmm. the way that we interpret our experiences, even our thoughts and our actions are all conditioned by our worldviews. That's some heavy stuff, man. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely um, not something that if I'm just driving in the car or sitting on the couch that I'd normally think about. Right. But it's something that is important to think about. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. All right, so we've laid the groundwork a little bit for what a worldview is. And now, Josh, let's dive in a little bit more to what it means to have thankfulness as a worldview. Mm. Hey, I'm going to start off with a quote. C.S. Lewis, you can't go wrong with C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis said this, We ought to give thanks for all fortune. If it is good, because it is good. If bad, because it works in us patience, humility, contempt of this world, and the hope of our eternal country. Wow. Jeez. Man, talk about thankfulness as a worldview. We ought to give thanks in all fortune. Man, that's challenge number one. Do you give thanks in all seasons? Yeah. Do you give thanks in all seasons? It's super easy to give thanks when life is going good. Yeah. But when life takes a turn for the worse, when we're thrown with obstacles or unexpected challenges or difficulties, how are we practicing thankfulness? And I would even say, are we practicing thankfulness? Or are we allowing bitterness to grow in our hearts? Yeah, I think that's a that's a great question and a great point in all seasons are we practicing thankfulness and what does that even mean to practice thankfulness in all seasons like josh said when things are going great it's really easy to be thankful but even then do we stop and even consider being thankful or do we just roll with it saying like this is how it's supposed to be i do a bunch of good stuff so i deserve like how it's going right now that's good um yeah that kind of gets at like hey is the world centered around me yep or am i thankful 
for how life is going right now because God is the maker of the universe, yeah. right? And because there's other people in my lives who've helped create opportunities. I've heard it said that your mindset determines your gratitude or your mindset determines your thankfulness. So Nick, there's this crazy book written by Carol Dweck, mm-hmm. uh, a professor actually from Stanford, I believe. Yep. And it's called Growth Mindset. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. I think uh, the book that she wrote is just called Mindset, right? But in it, she talks about what it is to have a growth mindset. And we think that this applies so deeply to being thankful. So the growth mindset, um, she says, is is sort of a way that which you see your circumstances, Mm -hmm. a way that which you experience what's going on around you. Do you see um, what's going on around you as roadblocks or as opportunities? Mm. Do you see the fact that maybe you're not good at math as that's just the way it will always be or as an opportunity to get better at something that you're Mm. not naturally gifted at? Mm. And in my experience, um, playing golf in college, my coach preached growth mindset. So Coach Cam, shout out to you. You're the man. But um, I mean, it's so applicable. Like in golf, I remember my senior year, in the fall was I was just playing some atrocious golf and I was always challenged like am I gonna see this as an opportunity to get better and to push through or am I am I gonna see this as a roadblock that is just like putting a stymie on my senior season Mm. and so it's something that's definitely challenging but but a huge huge help in seeing the world around you through a thankful lens Mm. That's good. I want to highlight a question you asked in there, Nick, again, is that mm-hmm. you asked, do you see roadblocks or opportunities? And it's so easy without thankfulness to just see everything as a dead end. Mm-hmm. To see True. things as a dead end. And I would say this, I want to challenge you. How do you view other people? Do you see the Ooh. actions of other people's lives as that's just it? That's just how they're always going to be? Or maybe do you see an opportunity to instill courage? Hey, here's a little overlap, courage and thankfulness. <laughs> do you see an opportunity to instill courage into someone's life to be more thankful, to appreciate the little things, and to have a new mindset of like, hey, this isn't the way that things always have to be. Mm-hmm. To be thankful for this season and then take action from that thankfulness. Yeah, dang, that's good. Applying that to people is a like, I can't think of a more difficult area to apply it to, but uh, that's so key. Are you thankful for people around you? Mm-hmm. Are you going to choose to be bitter or annoyed at them and the little things that they do? Or are you going to choose to find the things that are thankful Definitely. and not let your mind ruminate on what annoys you, but, but focus on how you can be thankful for them? Definitely. And I want to point this out too, Nick. It's easy to pin things as simply thoughts or simply actions. But mm-hmm. we gotta see the connection here. Mm-hmm. Obviously today we're talking about worldview, we're talking about thoughts. We're gonna dive more into practicing thankfulness down the road. Yep. But if we fail to see the relationship between our thoughts and our actions, then that's a big miss, right? That's true. It starts with our thoughts. And so if we get upset with people for the way that they continue to act or continue to behave, or if we only talk about changing our behaviors, we're missing out on the core, right? We talked earlier about everything flows out of our worldview. The way we view the world is the way that we're going to interpret our experiences, our relationships with others, and how we interact with the world. So if we try to start with our actions, we're missing it. But 
thankfulness, if we embody thankfulness, it gives us the opportunity to start with our minds, mm. start with the heart. Dang. Where are you going to start? Got to start with the heart. I was not supposed to rhyme, but... Dropping <laughs> <laughs> rhymes. All right, all right. All right, man, that's good stuff. Growth Mindset, Carol Dweck. If you guys haven't read her book, Mindset, you got to go check it out. know what time oh, it is. No. It's time for the hot seat. Come on, baby. Come on. All right. Man, I was I was really grueling over what question to ask, what would be good. So I think I came up with one that, that might be good. A little juicy, but not too bad. All right. All right, Josh. Here's your hot seat question. If you could describe your love life in the scent of a candle, what would it be? Oh, my <laughs> word. Nick, this is such a mean question. This the is scent so of mean. a candle. This is so mean because I can't smell. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> oh you don't even gosh. know what scent to choose. Oh my gosh, that's great. Wow. Oh man, that is tough. Well, if I could smell, <laughs> I would love to be able to smell like fresh cookies out of the oven. Ooh, okay. Right. And I think... I'll put that. Uh, this is good. This is good, man. You put me on the spot. I am struggling. Okay, I'm connecting that to my love life okay. because I want that to always be fresh, right? Ooh. So warm, fresh cookies out of the oven, they're exciting. I always want to be excited. I always want it to be fresh. The Lord is always doing a new thing. So um, I want to I be able to smell some nice warm cookies, mm. get excited. And I want that to be like my love life too. Yes. All right. All right. You definitely weaseled your way out of that. That was good. That was good. Oh, you put me in the spot, man. All right. That was, all right. All right. Hot seat. Next week. It'll be good. Next time. Next time. All right. So, uh, so wrapping up, Josh, we've got just a couple more points, a couple more thoughts for our listeners. Um, so earlier we said we were going to keep talking about what this norm is and how thankfulness is a little bit countercultural to that. So, so Judah Smith, uh, who's a pastor out in Seattle and L.A., um, says that negative is the new norm. <clears throat> negative is the new norm. So what that means is that it's normal today to just be critical, yeah. to see the world around you with a critical lens, to see the people around you with a critical lens lens. But when we point out things that we're grateful for in another person, when you go up to someone and say, Hey dude, I am honestly thankful for whatever it may be. Or, Hey mom, I'm thankful for this. It stands out because it's not the norm. Mm. That's good. That's good. This has deep ties to worldview because it begs the question of how do you view people? Do you view people as simply what they do or who they are? I mean, if you view people as what they do, the second that they don't do what you expect them to do, you're going to be critical. You're going to be negative. You're going to put that person on blast. And that is what I would be, what I would venture to say is the dominant view of people in the world today. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that may be the causes of that. Maybe social media, maybe our hyper-connectedness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but think about athletes, right? Yeah. Let's go for the NBA. 
when we view people as their ability to shoot the three-pointer, right? James Harden had a rough night the other night. I think he, like, went two for 15 or something from three. Yeah. If we view him as his ability to shoot a ball into a basket, then any time that he comes up short of what we expect to him to do, we're going to be extremely negative. Mm-hmm. But if we have this thankfulness and a mindset of humility, and we go, man, he is a person, a human being, and we can appreciate that in him and appreciate the kindness, the acts of kindness that he has, or the things that are just him, who he is, yeah. then we can be a lot more thankful, and we can be a lot less negative. Yeah. Dang, that's good. That's good. And I think the reason why this is so important and something that really like translates to life so well is that being thankful, because it's not the norm, has the opportunity to change the attitude and the environment around you. Mm. So when you're thankful and not negative, people are going to turn their head. Wow. They're going to notice, and they're going to want a part of that. That's good, Nick. That's good. And again, I want to point out, you can point out how a person looks or what a person does, mm-hmm. but the second that changes, that goes away. Yeah. Right. But if you're able to point things out, in a person that's like part of who they are, mm-hmm. then man, that can be a powerful way to show your appreciation of someone, a powerful way to express gratitude and be thankful for yeah. someone. And I think that has good ties into our challenge, right? Yes, yeah, what's does. our challenge? That does, all right. So here's our challenge for, for this episode. So it's a social media challenge, and we're going to ask you guys to screenshot this podcast on whatever app that you're listening on and post it on your story and you're going to tag us at one word brand and then someone you are thankful for you can say something as simple as hey i'm thankful for and then tag that person um, whatever you guys want to do but that's our challenge to you guys put this to practice just a little bit in a little way on our instagram story that's a good challenge yeah i like it and i think we so we talked about Thankfulness affects the people around you, um, and it always feels good when someone says they're thankful for you, but it mm. also impacts us. It like does. There's something that happens within you when you express gratitude or thankfulness for someone else, that even though it might be a little weird or uncomfortable, that it's like a, a good, solid feeling. It builds you up inside. Yeah. That's good, man. That's really good. Hey, let's give a quick recap of this episode and what we've got moving forward. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we began um, this thankfulness as a worldview episode with laying down the foundation of what is a worldview. Mm. And we discussed that worldview shapes and informs our experiences of the world around us. It's kind of like wearing colored glasses or colored Mm. lenses. It affects what you see and how you see it. Then Josh, what do we have next? Then we talked about C.S. Lewis... Carol Dweck and Judah Smith, and a couple little nuggets from them about thankfulness as a worldview, being thankful in all seasons, having a growth mindset, and getting away from the new norm of negativity today. Man, thankfulness has such deep ties to humility and joy. If we can express how we are thankful to someone, it shows our own humility and that the world doesn't revolve around us, and it can ignite joy in our own lives, like you just said, Nick and in the lives of other people around us. True, true. Well, it's so fun to talk about thankfulness. In our last series, Courage, that was a fun one, but that one was tough, too, at at points. And this one's just fun. Like, it's fun to be thankful. It's fun to show gratitude. So we're excited for this series on thankfulness. Uh, We love you guys. Until next time. Have a good one. Have a good one.